Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Fourth Down Focus, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I am Dan Lundy, host of the podcast and founder of Fourth Down University. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting and sports information needs. Find all the latest sports developments, including odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget, baseball is back. Who is your pick to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to start, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join by using our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Episode 72 of the podcast welcomes Craig Montgomery to the show. Montgomery is a former long snapper for Georgetown University and the founder of Montgomery Long Snapping Academy. Craig, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Lundy. Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's exciting. We've been talking about it for a long time. We've known each other for a long time, but it took a while with everybody's schedule. So yeah, no, life is uh, it's crazy, you know. And you mentioned we had we we've known each other I think since 2014, maybe 13. Uh, I think I met you in Texas at the College Gridiron Showcase. Yeah, it was. I was coming out of college right off mini camp and just trying to trying to learn an industry that has changed a lot but has grown big. <laughs> so it's it's a cool space. Absolutely pouring into that next generation. You were talented. I I, I vividly remember. I still have film. If you remind me after the show, we I still have a couple reps of you, and I think I've I've posted a few of you doing it in in recent years and. That was a long time ago, but that was an impressive bunch, you know, that there was quite a few guys in that, yeah. in that crowd that were exceptional. Um, that was a good assembly. Bunch made it. Yeah, absolutely. So bunch are still in the league, which is awesome. Shout out to the college gridiron showcase. I'll have to uh, tag those boys in this one. I think, uh, I think that's a great segue to like sustainability with movement and whatnot guys playing that long. It's, it's great. Amen. We are going to get into sustainability and, 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 and how to find it and, and, and how to go get there to, to be repeatable uh, because that is important. And it also it, it, we could talk about injury prevention and the importance of that too. If you're, if you're doing a bunch of different processes and there's a lot of different variables in your process, um, it invites for a lot of things to be used infrequently and then all of a sudden really frequently. Um, so that is coming up, but I want to start with your story, uh, Montgomery Long Snapping Academy, um, from day one to today. Can you talk about how you become one of the more recognized brands in the long snapping industry? Man, I appreciate that. I hope I hope that's the case. I try hard. I, I, I really care about all my guys and, and I push them hard. I guess that's, I mean, that's the type of coaching I've always received. Just, um, I mean, as a long snapper, it's kind of that position where game-winning field goal no one's sitting there going is the long snap going to be good we got to be automatic but like that's our job so just do your job you know what I mean um uh and then be that support system for the kicker and that punter 
so I, my mindset was just equipped equipping the next next group of guys with with the mental side of it i was a psychology major at georgetown um i like talking physiology as well like kinesiology whatnot uh, i spent a lot of time interning with kinesiotherapists and just trying to learn my body i spent a year in medical device sales and spent a year in massage therapy school so i played both sides see see the uh what happens when injuries do happen because we play in a violent sports football like especially when you're snapping you're on that line so um injuries happen but what can we do from a preventative standpoint to to keep ourselves out of lock joints and to keep ourselves in in positions that we can handle getting a 300 pound pass rush or a 180 pound pass rush right that's a lot faster <laughs> so so it's just yeah it's pouring in that information getting that next group of guys ready and and just kind of living my life too as I I love traveling and I get to travel all throughout the southeast so got to be down in Easter for Easter with my family down in Florida this last week um that was great and have a bunch of studs coming out of Sarasota so I know you pump out a ton of beast punter kicker snappers out of Daytona on the other coast uh, we've we've gotten to run a couple stuff uh synced in the middle a few times but yeah it's awesome seeing what you're doing from the uh the technique I, I've I know I watch your work very a lot and I know you get it too from the repeat movements in a sustainable matter so they don't lead to injuries, right? I'm a fan of yours because you teach the why. I think a lot of people in our industry can teach the how. Yes. Because they've learned from you know others who have done it exceptionally well. Uh, I'll make a reference to Ray Guy because he was one of the pioneers in this industry and it was a more of a punting focus, obviously, at first with teaching punters how to be good punters. I think a lot of people know those general principles, the fundamentals of this and, and perhaps snapping too. But I think what kids seek and what coaches that I help also seek is why is that correct? And when you bring in objective data and, and things like kinesiology and how we're designed to, to operate most efficiently, when you're objective and, and you can support that with evidence, I think that increases your credibility, you know, and I think people are more inclined to hear what you have to say about snapping or kicking for that matter. Right. So I want to talk about that. We just teased it uh, before my last question, but, you know, in pre-recording, we spoke about this a lot and, 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 and this, what I mean by this is sustainability and, um, and how this sustainability relates to specialists and their movements. I'd like you to elaborate on sustainability the importance yeah. the, the importance of it and then you know how this is found only through a process yeah i mean it's even more important now i'm i drove nine hours and then ran a training and i usually wait a day after driving nine hours because otherwise I'm, I'm i'm 31 now so i'm not i'm still snapping but like my hamstrings get tighter than they used to we'll say it that way so um but i i it, it really, it gives me the uh, ability when we played at Georgetown, we bust. So you had to be able to warm up and, and be ready to go. Um, we weren't flying across the country. So we, we were, we were getting, getting some distance traveled. And so I, I started my freshman year, everybody made fun of me. I started stretching before practice. My background, I spent time with a, a world famous kinesiotherapist named Aaron Mattis. He started the Mattis me method of uh, active isolated stretching. I just started stretching before practice my junior year, there'd be about 30 dudes that would all stretch with me because two-a-days, your legs stop hurting if you're stretching more. So 
it'd be great. So teammates started um, learning how to take care of their body. I'm still learning how to take care of my body. That's kind of the whole mindset of it. Just so I'll tell, I go through like, all right, calves, hamstrings, quads, like you should know it's, this is how you guys are. If you're making the NFL, it's how you're providing for yourself. So you should really should know the tools of your, your trade. So, um, and that, that gets me snappers, it's elbows, shoulders, knees, um, keep those strong and has have as long of a career as you can and nothing not like injury is not preventable, but do your best to like, I mean, we're, I, I really feel blessed. Cause I like playing college football, you're getting the proper training. They, they all know what they're doing. You just have to put in the work and, and, and listen to your body. That's my biggest thing. Listen to what your body's saying. Injury and pain are different things, but. Yeah. I mean, because it, it, that's a loaded question that I asked you, and, and yeah, yeah, we could really we could really take a whole show talking about sustainability and compartmentalizing it into a few body parts. But I think what's important uh, to leave with on that note is that the best in the world have a very personal process that they've learned through failure, trial and error, going and seeing experts in this field and that. A coach or two in the same industry that they that may say things differently that resonates um, in the same way. But I, I think that high school kids need to realize that it's not a cookie cutter thing. You've got to acknowledge how you're shaped, uh, what your range of motion is, exactly right? what your yeah. what your deficiencies, all these things, the attributes, all of it. You've got to weigh this and make it very personal. I think it gets clouded, and it gets a little difficult to to self analyze unless you have someone you can confide in like a Craig Montgomery. That's why I like you because I don't think a lot of people can provide that personal assistance, right? Here, here's where, here's where my mindset with it is. I'm always wanting to say, okay, like we, we got to have smart plan, like smart goals. Um, I'm always telling you should have plan A, B, C, and D to E to F, like have 10 plans. Um, really, really spend time uh, analyzing what you're like what are you trying to get out of football like you love the game obviously um best education possible most money paid down so you don't have to take debt parents pay whatever um i kind of i walk them through like what is your goal what what do you want to major in do you want to be a football coach do you want to be a neurosurgeon like what what is your goal (laughs) so when you um i talked to a ton of long snappers all throughout the country um really challenging when i'm talking to parents as well with with the snappers challenging them to to spend that extra time to really like write out what what like where you see yourself four or five years later right what are your end goals the nfl will find you doesn't matter if you play d3 naia d2 d1 nfl will find the talent and now there's so many different opportunities where you can showcase the talent and if you got the if you got the stuff um i mean the nba i read a book that i think it's I think it's 12% of all seven footers on earth play in the NBA for at least one season. Hmm. So like the NBA's reach is very, very, very wide across all across the planet, which is so cool. And I, I just, yeah, I, I want guys to always be thinking, okay, what, why am I putting in this 5 a.m. wake up this grind time? Obviously it's worth every second of it. What, what am I t- trying to accomplish besides making that, game-winning field goal or getting on that roster right and then working your way up and 
getting your junior year starting week one or week two, whatever. Um, but it's right out that plan. Um, I don't know. I work hard, but I also feel like I work smart. I feel like that's kind of why our generation's a different, a um, little bit of a different mindset because we, like what you're doing with the technology with kicking, it, it changes the game. I know like from the sense of leveraging the technology and doing like kick counts and rep counts and all of that sort of stuff, it's great, but but you got to listen to your body. Yeah, That's been always my, my main clock, if that makes sense. I like what you said. Be, I say it all the time is to begin with the end in mind. Um, it's a very powerful thing. And a lot of people don't see the importance of beginning with the end in mind, but um, it's, it's something that you can constantly remind yourself that this is where I will be not if, but it, 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 it and you don't know when. And I think when that is determined on the, the, the smart, the working smart, yeah. I think the smarter we work, the more we take pride in the interim on working smart exponentially we'll get there faster you know than just going through a monday through friday eight to ten i'm gonna go lift i'm gonna isolate this body part not necessarily right we might need to reevaluate that eight to ten time or the number of things you do in that two hour interval and i know we're going off on a tangent but i did like what you mentioned it leads me to my next question technology i am absolutely enjoying um where it's going you know like we talk about exponential rates of change like i feel like my iphone that i just got last month is obsolete because now something else is, is on on the horizon in september um and i think special teams is 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 finding a way to incorporate this and you know we we, we see ball flight trackers and sensors mm. and and your lasers which i love they're not they're, it's dasher it's dasher systems they're they're an awesome company they they produce they produce um, a ton of like full combine type setup. They got vertical jump set up. They got add in broad jump, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, early on, I um, I started configuring it for for snap times, and and we we got it to work. And I mean, that's kind of the that's like I, I still respect the stopwatch a hundred percent. There's just variable with with stopwatch. Like who's holding the stopwatch? How are they holding it? Thumb, index finger, etc. And everybody has the oh, I, I, when it hits his hands versus when it hits his hip. But you're like, are we at fourteen and a half? Are we at? So I just my my mindset was okay. I can at least compare my apples to apples if I'm traveling across ten different states, and it's all if they're indoor, they're faster. It's just they don't have the wind. They don't have the. But the biggest indicator of the speed isn't. It's not, it's obviously the group of snappers, but it's it's what stage in like the season are they? Guys that are like in the middle of like ramp up of of summer ball, they're not going to throw very fast reps. Now at the end of the season, when everybody's not hitting at practice anymore because they're getting ready for playoff ball, those guys are like in prime shape throwing heat. And then when the kid comes back and he's in basketball season or baseball season, it drops off again, right? So, um, but I love tracking it. Um, I just had a new guy hit a, a 0.98 so i i do the sub 10 club i don't know i know there's 0.59s probably out there right so <laughs> i just i have the sub 10 club um i've had one stud super bowl winning uh nfl guy he snapped one ball on it he was he hit me up uh, a good buddy of mine winchester hit an eight two i've never seen anything near that okay so that was heat and he only threw one so i'm like all right there there's there's my nfl baseline and then 
Um, I sent four guys uh, D1 out of Nashville in 2020, and they all were they were all right around that 1.0. Um, they were point. I think I think the fastest one hit a point nine two, and then on the slowest one was hitting 101 to point nine nine. Um, and he was the one that was on full scholarship, right? So it's it it doesn't. There's fast enough, but accuracy is more important. And I I also I look at it. I, I break my my long snapper, and I think every position should do this. But I break my long snapper into okay. There's the skill set like positional play, which is punt accuracy and field goal accuracy. And then I also have the snap speed, right? And that. And then I have the athleticism attributes, which are like what's his lateral movement, what's his power, what's his vertical jump, what's his ten yard burst. Um, because nobody's running sub five oh forties. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's still those people running five O's. But you gotta think like that's kind of the laser issue. Cause everybody thinks they're running a four three and they're running a four five five and they're fast, but it's legit, it's a four five five. And as they develop that technique from the now we get we're getting track technique and kind of the starts and the running mechanics locked down earlier. So there is that. But yeah, it's one of those you're always gonna go where that number is a little bit faster. Like if it's the baseball pitching lane, this guy's saying I'm pitching 94, the other guy's saying 90. I'd rather be told I'm pitching 94, right? So, um, and I'm I'm over there going, whoa, 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 stop throwing the ball so much, like chill, like let the arm heal, right? So that that's the other side of it as well. Like it's make sure the movement's sustainable, make sure it you you have a plan. Like too many guys are like timing it up for the wrong things. I want to have my best rep possible the day of the Super Bowl. That's what like my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be, but I, I get that we could talk work, man, workload management. We could talk all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Technology's growing and changing and um, man, the lasers, the lasers are a blessing and a curse. Um, they're awesome. I recommend, I want other people to use them. You got to, you got to travel a big net. <laughs> that's the problem with them. Yeah. You got to, you got to travel a big net. So that's why I drive so much. Um, but man, I, I, I talked to companies years ago, they were trying to build like grid set grid spots. So when the ball falls out of the, like out of the sky on a punt, it could break that and you could get hang times. I'm just like, no, 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 no. We're working tenths of a second. Humans have good reaction time. We can handle tenths of a second. Um, that's why like and you, when you see a 5-0 hang you know it's a 5-0 ball on a big punt you know so that's the um i don't know my, my the one thing i think with with uh with snap times competition shouldn't be won or lost based off of the hundredth of a second associated with the snap time it should come down to an accuracy or i don't even know like it do it do tag <laughs> do like <laughs> do capture the flag do do some other athletic attribute rather than something that isn't it's not a robot doing it that's kind of my mindset yeah it's not objective like my takeaway is i tell my guys a lot especially kickers for example that that field goal that you're about to make because you have to have that mindset it's won or lost and it's more than likely won because of what you're doing prior to the contact of the football. Mm. Right. And what you mentioned is the same. It's no different. It's the snapper is going to win or lose that rep and it's going to go fast enough to not get us blocked is if he focuses on everything that, that happens right before that ball's released. Yeah. Right. The, the, the work will be done like the speed it's, it's really 
come on, it, does it really matter if the naked hand says this or that? We can see a good or a bad ball in terms of velocity. Exactly. Are we? Is it serviceable? Is it good location? I care more about spiral. That's where, like, make the ball smooth because you get those rain games or those windy games. That's like you got to have tight spiral. Make it easy for the punter. And I'm seeing um, this the, the kicking game as a whole has gotten so much more efficient and so much better than like this has just gotten kids are hitting 55, 60 yarders like crazy now. Now sometimes they're off tees and what, but it's it's it. And I see I'm, I see that and compare it to my own my own path. And as a freshman in college, I, I was recruited as a tight end, so I wasn't. I was re- actually recruited as a defensive end. I got there and they said, "Oh, you played well in your all star game as a tight end, so we're switching you." So. I'm like, oh, cool. And so I long snapping was trying to get on the travel bus. So I didn't have really a, a <laughs> like a, a formal education in it. I went to one camp in, in, in Florida. It was the UF uh, snapper and he taught me a bunch. It was awesome. Uh, that was my, probably my sophomore year in, um, um, in high school. And then I, there was a pro, uh, Truett, who was awesome as well. He taught me a little bit. We probably did three or four lessons, but I was, I was trying to be a positional player. <laughs> so I had kind of that trying to um stay on offense um and then i woke up real quick and i went man i want to i want to become the long snapper i want to play so um um yeah that was my my focus switched to to really really pouring into the technique and and then it was just watching tons of film tons of people take multivitamins but it's important to choose one that is top quality With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to start your day. Their special blend of ingredients includes and supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial flavoring. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. All right, so recruiting is competitive. We talk about it often. Uh, Many families hire third parties to manage this process for their sons. Unfortunately, I think there's a lot of misinformation provided from these third parties. I'd like you to share some common misconceptions you hear from snappers, and their families oh man that's that's a loaded question from the sense like the space has changed it's constantly changing i'll talk about me instead of like talking about exposure and whatnot and i it's so important i feel like the the big exposure camps is where you get 100 150 or 50 or whatever um of your position to come compete and show who the best is right and so college coaches love that they get a they kind of get a snapshot but it's it's a it's a piece of the pie um another piece of the pie is is going to that that school and and meeting the coach shaking his hand whatnot showing up for the the spring game showing up for a campus tour i i feel like guys are trying to say hey where do i fit best instead of doing the work and the 
like the effort to figuring out where they fit best. Right. Um, you know what your major, what you want your major to be. And so it's, that's the point for college. Right. Um, so if you want to be in the ag department, you can't go to a school that doesn't have, have an ag department. So that kind of, that ties your recruiting into, all right, I'm, I'm doing my homework. I always tell guys, okay, find two D3, D2, find NAIA, et cetera, find three D1 AA, find three D1 and find three D1 like power five, like dream. And, and then do your homework. Like you're looking rosters. First off, you got to understand what type of scheme they're running. Do you fit what, what they're running? Right. Um, I'm pretty blunt. Um, but there's so many resources out there. They post longsnap.com. That dude does an awesome job. He posts the height and the weight of every starting long snapper for the conference, what year they are every single year. Talk about valuable information to see that this conference, the average height and weight is this and this, or the, the lightest guy is this, the shortest guy and the tallest guy and the heaviest guy is this. I look at that stuff all day. Cause those are what I mean, those are, that's what the market's telling me what I need to help my long snappers become, if that makes sense, or where I need to push my long snappers to, which like it's the prototype. It goes back to the, you have the athletic attributes, which are like lateral movement. And then you have the the physical attributes, which are height, weight. And then I do hand size. And then the last one's the snapping attributes. I think you could have like the mental assessment, like the, how's the guy's nutrition? How's the guy sleep with all the new like tech and whatnot but i don't go into that route and that stuff that's when guys are trying to do that like point point one percent increase every day because they're all at the top and they're all trying to get to a hundred percent right um i I think of the pro golfers like who's having their best day why are all these kickers amazing golfers it's because they they get it (laughs) they get the mental side so uh which is so that's great uh but but yeah, man, I answered that question all right. <laughs> I guess I didn't. I kind of of course, and you and you keep you keep doing the coolest thing ever. You give me like lead-ins to my next question. Oh, great, great, and cool. it, and and it is tough for people listening right now. You and I really could talk at length on each of yeah. these questions, right? These are all questions that probably take a half hour to really cover. But unfortunately, I I, I don't get you often in the studio, and. I think it's important we talk about a range of things that, hey, if it if it really piques your interest um, at the end of the show, Craig is going to give a few ways that you can reach him. Yeah. So I, d- I do want to ask you one more question, and it's more of a hypothetical. So I'm a 2023. Let's say I'm a junior in high school right now, and I'm a really good kicker. But Coach Lunny just told me that I probably need to identify a good snapper to service me because it, I don't care how good of a kicker or punter you are. Yeah. If, if someone can't start your show, you, you, you can't perform, right? So what are good characteristics? And this is for high school coaches as well as maybe some lower level college coaches. What are some good identifiers or characteristics or attributes to, uh, of if I'm looking at a landscape of 100 athletes, and I need to find one or two guys that could maybe be our guy at long snapper if given some time and effort. What are some good traits, if you will, to, to, to identify? The biggest, most important one is the what you just said, like identifying who would want to be the long snapper. You gotta, ha- you have to want to be the long snapper. Like I, yeah. I've worked with some phenomenal athletes that just did not care or did not want to be, and I, that's I respect it. I get it. I've um. I think it's the best position on, on, on the field, just from a, like the, what you can do and 
you, you get you get a little bit of each piece of of football. You get to make a hit downfield. You get a block. You, get, you throw the ball, et cetera. That being said, if a kid doesn't want a long snap, you're not going to teach him how to be a consistent long snapper because he's going to mess up when it when it gets stressful because he doesn't want to be in that moment. So that that's kind of the hard. I that's the piece of the mental piece that I think so hard to recruit. Um, but that mental who's is light light switch really. Um, and then other than that, like I like multi sport athletes. I like a guy that's because long snapping. I, I like to look at it that you have it's a power position from the blocking standpoint, but it's a finesse position from like the specialty skill set of like having a good snap. So you have to have an athlete that can have that mindset. And like, I was a high school defensive end tight end. So I was just, and we didn't run, we didn't, we didn't throw the ball very often. It was just power run, power run, power run. Um, and then occasional pass play, but um, yeah. So our getting an athlete that's, then gets up on a mound and pitches that's that means they have some more of the ability to uh kind of fine tune and and be consistent and throw perfect laces so your kicker's not kicking laces and putting the ball where it needs to be and yeah i just man the i i hate when i see uh busted busted snaps because it oftentimes ends up with being like the kicker or the punter getting hit and getting jacked up sometimes because that's a that's I look at like the sustainability of movement. That's a very vulnerable. The punting position is a vulnerable position. You have to protect where that guy lands um, like anything. And the snapping position is vulnerable because your head's looking through your legs at the start of it. So that's, yeah, it goes back to wanting to have a cohesive team. Everybody wants to be doing the job that they're wanting to do and then be able to switch between power and, and finesse. I guess is what I would look for. That's a good point. I think the best takeaway you're right is it's one of the better ones I've ever seen in terms of a fill-in, if you will, effective long snapper at a high high school level was Devonte Phillips was a four-star. I want to say receiver it may have even been five. He went to Florida state. This was when I was coaching high school ball, but one of Miami central's best athletes in the history of the program. He's also a stud long snapper. That's amazing make yourself so valuable well and you know me as a special teams guy i'm, I'm at mainland high school we're trying to win our, our our state championship and we've got a good group of talent that year that can compete with with central and i said it four weeks prior to that game because i knew it was going to happen we're going to play them in the state semis like we have the last four years and if we're going to beat them we're going to win it on field position and we're going to win it on fourth down more specifically in punt and what i noticed is their achilles heel was they served, they served a ball back to their punter in like a parabola. It was like very slow, you know, like very, very vulnerable to be blocked because of what was going on with timing. And guess what? I, I, I promise you, Craig, this is good coaching. This is someone on that, them realizing that that was their weakness. And finally, they dotted that I. They got their five-star, probably asked them that Monday, hey, we play mainland this week. They give good effort on fourth down. We need a better snapper. What did they do? They probably found the three or four best athletes that wanted to do it. And guess what happened? They were exceptional that night. Nice. He was, he was an exceptionally good snapper. I would have loved to have seen him with you for a week or two. Cause I was just, I was very let down because it killed us. We thought yeah. we were, that, we was, thought, that was your attack spot. That yeah, was, that, yeah. It was a very, it was a big point of emphasis with us and they, and they fixed it. Um, 
so that was it got me thinking about that so i do want to end with this i i want to thank you first for for coming on and i i really want you to leave with a few ways the audience can reach you should they have follow-up questions yeah no i so i run a youtube it's just me posting um charts from from my camps um i have a book win easiest way to get into contact is to go to www.montgomerylongsnapping.com i'm on instagram and twitter um my instagram is craig montgomery ls and my twitter is c montgomery ls um and yeah yeah no i i I, if you have questions like recruiting questions whatever i don't really i'm mostly talking technique send film I, i i help guys out with their technique through film um and then, yeah, I'm, I'm running camps throughout the southeast, uh, pretty much anywhere I can travel. I live in the Blue Ridge Mountains, so I'm um, all in on sustainability, growing food, like the clean, like that, uh, like that ad you had. Um, so look into that stuff. But yeah, my focus is to help you to kind of turn into what you need to be or help you fine tune um, what you need to fine tune to, to get on the field at whatever level you're trying to play and to ultimately get your, your school and education paid for. So that's, that's the, that's kind of my focus, but uh, yeah, Craig Montgomery LS uh, or shoot me an email. I have my emails posted on there and yeah, I'm all throughout. I'm trying to go to Virginia into Kentucky into Missouri this year. So if you're listening from those three spots, um, I run trainings in Tennessee, South Carolina, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, North and South Carolina. Um, and yeah, kind of all over, but I appreciate your time again, Lundy, you know, we need to, we need to get back. Uh, we need to run another session at some point. Uh, we've had some good, good group trainings and I want to see you use that, uh, that can, of uh, bar, bar soul or what is it? <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Barbersole. There we go. Yeah. It's not, that's not a high tech stuff, but it really is objective. Um, no, no. for sure. But I, I really, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to everyone at Fourth Down Focus that Craig Montgomery was able to share information that can and will benefit performance both on and off the field. Please give us a five-star rating, a review, subscribe to the show, and share with a friend. If you have questions or suggestions for maybe some future topics, guests, or if you just simply have feedback for the podcast, you can reach me in several ways. Website is fourthdownu.com. On Instagram and Twitter, the handle is at fourthdownu. And on Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find me by simply searching Dan Space Lundy, L-U-N-D-Y. Thanks again for joining us at Fourth Down Focus, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you next week with an exciting new guest. And I hope 2022 is treating each of you well. And remember, in all things, give thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.